0: everybody, welcome back to the second episode! Now I'm going to state a few things at first, like I said in the first episode. This is an explicit podcast. This might not be the best thing for younger kids to be listening to in a car or wherever you are. And second of all, I would like to formally apologize since I have not put out another episode yet. It has been a bit, but I have had a lot of stuff to do and I've had a lot of things going on in my mind. I'm thinking of starting another podcast on mental health, but I'm not quite sure yet. So in the meantime, I thought today, what am I going to do? What would really get things kicking off? Top five animated movies. Most of them are going to be Batman movies. I will not lie on that. But animation and cartoons and the whole process in itself has something that has always fascinated me. And so I thought, why not? Why not do a list of the top five animated movies? And the first one we're going to start with today, which actually comes in at number one, is going to be Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. To start off this list, I thought, why not go to number one first? For me, the number one animated movie of all time, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Now, if you haven't seen it, a little bit of spoilers ahead. The premise of it is, the Joker dies way before Terry McGinnis ever comes around, and in fact, it was actually somewhat Tim Drake's fault, and he holds on to that guilt for a long time. What Tim Drake doesn't notice is that there's a microchip implanted in his neck where the Joker's DNA can stay, and eventually, after years and years of waiting and waiting, the Joker can finally come out and control Tim Drake's body as if it's its own. This is such a good story. They alluded to it in the show many, many times. That there were Joker-oriented things. And there were Joker-oriented gangs. But they never really went farther than that. And when I say I used to watch this movie thousands and thousands and thousands of times a month. I really do mean that. I mean, this was such a good movie. uh, For me, at least. So... With that being said, let's get on to the second one. Coming in at number two... Batman. Son of Batman, to be specific. Now do spare me a little bit here. It has been a while since I've seen the movie, so I don't remember every last detail. But the one thing that I do remember was this was my first introduction to Damian Wayne. I had never even heard of him before, let alone seen the comics. And which for me, that was a little bit of a big deal. Because I am a fanatic when it comes to comics. absolutely love them. Love to keep up to date on them. But the fact that I hadn't heard about Damian Wayne before then, it came to me as a bit of a shock. And I don't know what it was about him. I don't know if it was the fact that he was an asshole at some times. Or most of the times. I don't know if it was the fact that they tied him into the League of Assassins. I don't even know if it was because Bruce finally had a son. I just don't know. What I do know is that, like I said, this was my first introduction. I can't really say much about the movie. Like I said, I don't remember many of the details. But I do remember this being a very well-written story. Not only does this show Bruce's growth as a parent, but this shows Damien's growth from him coming... From the League of Assassins as a kid. And he's slowly starting to mature into adulthood. He's slowly starting ma- to mature. And I think we're only going to see more and more of that. In fact, I hope we see a bit more of that in the Batman and Gotham Knights game. Maybe they'll take some of the comic line stories and integrate it into this story. I don't quite know yet. But I do hope that is the case. So the next one that I want to follow up on is actually a sequel. This one is... Batman Vs. Robin. Now, I wouldn't rank this higher, but because of the storyline, I decided to rank it a little lower. It's a really good movie. I would even put it in competition with Son of Batman. They're interchangeable, two and three. Interchangeable. But I only put this one at a lower one just because of the storyline. It comes out to be a same old conflict. This has happened with a lot of Robins before, Nightwing, Dick Grayson, anybody else you can think of, any other Robin you can think of, this has happened before. And so, while yes, I did like the characters, I did like the story, I just wish they would have done something a little different with the Robin character. I think they could have done a lot more with it. I think maybe there was something from Damien's past or something from Bruce's past that could have come up and then that's how this is motivated but that didn't happen this was Robin wanting to assert independence and bruce wanting to teach him in his ways and keep him secluded but besides that let's get into number four now this one i'm not gonna say i'm disappointed with it i am not disappointed with this movie at all in fact i don't think this movie really has any flaws and yes it is ranked a lot lower on the list, and yes, I do think it deserves to be a little higher on the list. This is just what I decided based on the story and based on when it came out and my research. But sadly, I've got to put Batman Mask of the Phantasm at number 4. Now, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, this is a long, long story. There are so many aspects to this. We learn about the Joker's life. We learn about one of Bruce's love interests. People find out who Batman really is. There are so many aspects of this story, I can't even get into them. There is a lot to cover. If you want, please, please go and watch the movie. It is a fantastic movie. Made in the 80s or 90s, I believe. Late 80s, early 90s. I can't remember for sure. But it is a great movie. It still stands the test of time to this day. I cannot praise it enough. So, with that being said, let's get into the fifth and final one. The last one. And, like I said before, I said initially that most of these were Batman. Wrong. All of these stories are Batman. The last one that I have is Heart of Ice. I think this movie really did Freeze a lot of good. It brought him to the limelight, obviously. It brought him to the limelight. It finally propelled what I think is one of the most underrated characters of them all. Besides maybe Riddler and Mad Hatter. Those guys are pretty underrated as well. But Mr. Freeze, he has got such an interesting storyline. You ever thought about that? Unlike people like the Joker who don't have one at all. Breeze has got such an interesting story and that's what I love about it the fact that they go more in depth into his story in this one it just blew my mind now I will say one thing um I haven't seen the movie in quite a bit so please forgive me I am not going to remember it all I can say is that for most of what I can remember it was a pretty damn good movie <laughs> So without further ado, let's wrap this up. Today in Canada, it is Remembrance Day, and so I would like to recite a poem. They went with their songs to the battle. They were young, straight of limb, true of eyes, steady in a glow. They were staunch to the end, against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. They mingle not with their laughing comrades again. They sit no more at familiar tables of home. They have no lot in our labor of daytime. They sleep beyond England's foam. So please, if you are from Canada, if you are a part of this country, this beautiful country, please. Take the time to reflect on those who would paid the ultimate price and those who served. And please, if you can find one, if you can find one, please wear a poppy. Thank you and have a good day.